program. Nathan Solier, fitness coach, and we are also on Facebook Live as well. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3 is the page to go to. And uh, fitness coach Nathan Solier joins us this afternoon. Nate, it's great to see you again. How are you doing? Oh, I'm well, Noreen. How are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. And um, we've got a really great topic uh, this afternoon. <laughs> and I I thought, one, that you'd be the perfect person to talk about. Uh, for, for those of you who are tuning in on Facebook, uh, do join us there. Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3, or you can find us on uh, Elite Personal uh, Training as well. And this afternoon, we're talking about... <laughs> how having someone uh, holding you accountable to your fitness goals can actually help improve uh, and reach your target. But it's it's difficult sometimes. Okay, well, maybe over to you, Nathan. You're, oh. you're a personal uh, uh, coach, so, of course, a personal trainer. Of course, you want to hold people accountable. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And, and as, my, as my job really entails getting people results, it can be a real pressure cooker for some people because – you know, as a, as a trainer, you don't want to let people down. And sometimes as a trainer, we also take it on personally when people don't get the results they have and also take it personally when we get great results with them. It's all down to us. But really, it, it comes down to the individual of who's the one who's, who's participating in the program. And I find, you know, you've got these two groups of people. You know, you've got these ones who are those A-type personalities who, you know, when they set a goal, they'll achieve it. And then you've got these other pool of people that, you know, they set their goals and then, you know, they they start off with a real flurry at the beginning and then they just start to fade off, you know, either really slowly or it could be just one little speed bump in the the road and then it's all derailed and life gets in the way and then they can't be, you know, they can't be bothered or they think it's too hard and, um, and, you know, and everywhere in between. So as a as a trainer and, and as a um, as a coach, it's really important to be able to inspire and empower people. So that way, it comes from a place of of you know of encouragement and um, and and in guidance and nurture, as opposed to you must do that and oh terrible that you didn't do what you said that you were going to do last week. So it's very easy as a trainer and and most people is to make the other person feel guilty and it's funny i was listening to a great podcast yesterday it was an indian um you know an indian yoga guru kind of guy and he was saying you know as human nature we we want to you know when we want to um you know make find out why something went wrong this was in relationships you know how do relationships stay together one of the things that we fall into as human beings is we want to make the other person feel guilty and we're happy to make them feel guilty. What? Well, yeah. I mean, how many times, and, I, and I'll ask you that question, how many times have you sort of told your, your husband off? Oh, yeah. Or gone, that's true. okay, well, yeah. Why did you do that? Yeah, or why am I and, doing all of that and you're not doing it, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All you and not me. And so, you know, it's really important to, you know, to, to, to encourage and to guide someone and to nurture someone coming from a place of love and, and a place of you can do this as opposed to you're lazy and you're, you're, you're never going to achieve it if you keep doing what you're doing and so forth. So, you know, so accountability is, is a really fine line and the 
the key really I find first of all is with accountability is first of all that person must agree or make their own goals up. You know, have you heard the thing, you know, you cannot change someone? So you've got to make sure that they are willing to make those changes for themselves. So really being really clear up front of what their goals are. And it, and it doesn't have to be, you know, like we've talked in the past about I'm going to lose 10 kilos. It could be something as simple as, you know, I want to, I want to attend the gym three times a week and, you know, I want to eat healthily five days a week. And what that looks like, if you get really clear on what that looks like, then you've got a plan. Now, once you've got that, you've got to be careful of not going into that guilt, you know, going to that guilt if you don't achieve what you said that you're going to achieve. I always say there's two things that people um, get, you know, get confused on. One is commitment and the other is expectation. Now, expectation expectation is really a um, is expectation for many and and I would say for everyone is is that if you do not reach your target that's my expectation if you don't reach your target there'll be a, a, a consequence if you do reach your target there'll be a reward but commitment is an ongoing thing and so mm-hmm. if I'm committed, to attending training three times a week, then, you know, the first week, then I can sit down and go, oh, did I achieve that or yes or no? Yes, great. I'm committed to doing three times a week. If I didn't, no. Well, you're still committed coming three times a week and you've still got another week to be able to do it. So it's really important to be able to have that commitment as opposed to an expectation because an an expectation can often let us down. Mm. And when we get let down, we get disempowered. And then if we get disempowered, you know, the brakes go on. And then we go, well, why, why am I bothering? I can't bother doing this anymore. So commitment is, is one thing that I really allow, get people to focus on. We talked last week also with a, accountability as well. And it doesn't have to be a trainer that keeps you accountable. It can be a family member. It can be a good friend. And the thing is, is it, you've got to be able, you've got to be really clear on what you want. And if you're really clear on what you want, you can actually write those things down on a piece of paper. You can tell your friend. You can even enroll your friend to participate with you. So I've got like, you know, I've got this auntie who, you know, many years ago she was, you know, she had five children. She was really overweight, and uh, and and she she wanted to lose weight. She was desperate, and she just kept going into the gym stopping then going back and stopping and going back and stopping and still paying her membership over the period of time she realized that when she got her friend involved mary when she got mary involved all of a sudden they could partner up and they would go literally every morning and so from that point of going every morning and i think it was five days a week or maybe even six days a week they've gone from just doing that to now they're going out and running triathlons so, and this was over a period of two to two and a half years. So it has taken time to be get to get there. But my point being is, is if you have someone to be able to do it with, then you can hold each other accountable to it. And like I said before, just be really careful of not making that other person feel guilty that you haven't gone. If they haven't come along, they haven't shown up because, you know, they were too tired, they slept in or whatever the story that they may have. 
just keep recommitting that, okay, no worries, I did my workout and then I'll see you on Wednesday. And then that way you can continually encouraging each other over that period of time. Now, you know, a trainer is great to have because it also allows you to quantify your results as well because, you know, the trainer allows you to sort of, you know, they'll may do your measurements, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll note down how much weight you're pushing, uh, they'll know how much fitter you're getting. Um, and, I, and I find that having that it gives people more of a quantifiable uh, journey of, you know, whether they're succeeding or not. The other thing that I would say is um, another way of quantifying is having those apps you know, so you can have like my a, a fitness this Yes, yeah, Strava. Say again. Yeah. My, my fitness. Yes, Strava. Yeah. My Keep, fitness pal. Another one. Something like that. Yep, fitness pal is also another one. Um, and there's a range of different ones out there that you can use that you can punch in your data and then you can monitor your data over a period of time, and um, and then that will give you um, you know feedback on on what you're doing. Um, and if I could really, you know, backstep a little bit, you know, I would also make sure that people are just being aware and, and keep reassessing yourself every week. I, I have a calendar and you'll see it. It's like it's it's an absolute like a, it's it's a masterpiece. And what I mean by masterpiece is so many different colors in it. But every week I look back on my week and then I reevaluate how my week's gone and I look at how much exercise I've been doing, how much, you know, of my, you know, my, my own business that I'm doing and how much time I'm spending with my kids. And it just sort of gives me a, a benchmark of, you know, where I am and, and what I'm doing. Because if, I, if I'm able to evaluate, then I can actually evaluate where I am right now and then, you know, I know where I need to get to. And I think the biggest thing with, with being accountable is, like I said, is, is just just acknowledging yourself. If you didn't achieve what you needed to achieve, recommitting to that and and having someone enrolled in that as well. So you have your friend uh, or your Our family. Colleagues, or because, you know, your colleagues. And in terms of eating healthily, you know, um, my colleague Angie Mann and I, we do this thing where we try not to snack so much in the office and, and we hold each other a bit accountable. If, if one of us starts to snack a little bit more, we say, oh, well, or we bring in healthy snacks instead, fruits or, or nuts or, I don't know, bags yeah. of, of carrots. And this way, we're just, you know, helping each other eat a bit more <laughs> healthily. And it really works. You know what? That that is brilliant. That is brilliant. And you know what? It, it brings me to another story. And I was I was watching a um, a small cartoon show from a, a good friend of mine who set up a um, an online training program. Uh, he calls it Get Skinny uh, Get Skinny campaign. And he put a, a a community together. And what he described was was like if you have one stick, how easy is it to break that stick? Yeah. Now if you put two sticks together. How easy is it to break those two sticks? What if you put five sticks together? How hard is it to break five sticks, you know, all together? More difficult, right? So the analogy was, was perfect. You know, the more people you enroll, the more people you get together in this community that you're, you know, this, this goal that you want to achieve, the harder it is to break. And that's part of the reason why so many, you know, sporting clubs do so well, you know, when they have lots and lots of people is because, you know, the, the lots and lots of people be able to support this, um, you know, this this goal of, 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 you know, whatever that may be. I always say, you know, it takes a village to create something. 
And, you know, if you have that, those, those support group around you, then, you know, you're more likely to be able to achieve those goals. Yeah. You mentioned a really good point um, earlier also, Nathan, and, and that is you want to be able to, to, when you're the person holding the other person accountable, you want to motivate them. You want them to achieve their fitness goals and using guilt is really a demotivating factor. So it's also the language that we use when we try to motivate each other. Um, how do you readjust that mindset? Because the first instance, if somebody's not doing it right, you just want to say, that's not how you do it, you know, or don't eat that or don't do that or do more of that. So how do we um, also reevaluate our own mindset? That's a really good one. And, and I'm going to get you really present to this, Noreen, is first of all, be aware of how many, how many times you say don't. And the other one is how many times that you say but. Oh, yeah. It's like you give somebody a compliment so and they say but. This. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you look amazing, but. And but you the, look so and, tired. And yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so this is where I, I, I get, you know, the language is really powerful. So what I ask you to do is instead of using the word but, use the word and. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So here's the, here's the thing. So here we can put it in a question. Ah, uh, you know, so we can say this again. Is is like, oh, we, you know, we, we um, our goal is to lose 10 kilos, but you only came two times this week. Let's replace the but. Your goal is to lose 10 kilos this week and you came two times this week. Can you hear the difference and the actual just placing that and in your uh, in, in your sentence. And so really use, consider that when you are, you know, when you are working with people and you're, you're partnering with people, is be aware of how many times you say but and be aware of how many times you, should, you use don't. And if you can eliminate the, that, those two words, it will motivate people it will empower people because it won't make people wrong anymore it will it will give them a a sense of oh i did two times this week yeah as opposed to oh, i did none or i and yeah that's right and same yeah. same applies or, for children also you know instead of saying don't do this you just say can you try and do this instead <laughs> or try and do yes. <laughs> yes 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 <laughs> We could be teaching children right now, and that's the thing, you know. As as a as an adult, as a as a you know, in, a person in my industry, it's really important to be able to dance with these, you know, dance with our clients in a way that we motivate them, we keep them accountable to, accountable to their goals, and we make sure that we, you know, we stay away from making them feel guilty. So it's 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 that fine fine line, and I and you know it's you know that I think that's part of the reason why you know that that male and female union works so well when they bring in up children is because you know one one is very much around nurturing and the other one is very much around you know goal setting and go and achieve and 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 so forth. So it's really it's it's you know it's if we can get that balance when it comes to keeping people accountable to their goals 
you'll find that it will achieve a lot more. Yeah. And finally, before I let you go, you know, it's all very well having somebody keeping you accountable, um, but you also have to keep yourself accountable. And you mentioned a really good point at the beginning is you have to want to change. You have to want to achieve these results. So how do you sort of keep reminding yourself um, of the reasons why you first started and, and sort of wake up every day, go for a workout and exercise? How do you keep yourself accountable? That's a really good one. One of those things that I have is, is I've written down my affirmations for my, you know, for my day and for my life, and I repeat them every single morning. And you know, our brain is programmed to be negative. So if you have those times where you've done something and you've done it reasonably well, and there was a couple of things that you screwed up on, but you zero in on the things that you screwed up on, as opposed to really focusing on the things that you did really well with. So what we need to really do is we need to reprogram this. And, and the reason why that happens actually, by the way, is because, you know, we are, we, we, we've got a fear. We've, we've got a, an automatic built-in fear of, of protecting Failure. ourselves and making yeah. sure we hurt ourselves. So we, we try not to, you know, we, we try not to get too into the, um, you know, uh, you know, we, we try and make sure that we don't hurt ourselves. So back to that point of, of, how do you switch your mind? How do you reprogram it? Using positive affirmations is a great way of doing it and saying it on a daily basis because we've got a long-term brain and a short-term brain. And our short-term brain always likes to sabotage our long-term brain. Oh, yes, we're going to lose. You know, we want to lose 10 kilos. Oh, but by Friday, it's like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm going to go out and get drunk and, you know, because I've had such a busy week, stressful week. If you're repeating your goals every single day, then you're able to, you're able to keep tricking your body and your mind into thinking, okay, no, no, I'm not going to go out on a Friday night because I know I want to lose 10 kilos or whatever that may be. Right, Nathan. So, yeah, that's that's how I would do it. Excellent. Well, remind our listeners once again, are you on social media and how can we follow your work? Oh, absolutely. So you can get me on uh, Facebook, which is Elite Personal Training, or you you can go to my Instagram, which is Elite PT Studio, or even if you want some good video clips on Elite Personal Training Hong Kong on YouTube. Excellent. Well, thank you so much as ever for your time uh, this week, Nathan, and we'll speak to you again next Monday. Thank you very much, Nathan Solia. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much.